ladies and gentlemen, we kick the night off with the man who has been a world champion for 678 days, the head of the table, the king of the bloodline, the tribal chief. Deafening ovation. Welcome to the DSN. It's your boy Brett Swinney here. And if you're thinking, DSN, what is that? This is the new network. We have started here at NetSN. We've started a new network. And that's right, your NetSN Pick'em Champ is here to talk wrestling tonight as we talk Off the Ropes Episode 1, the WWE Royal Rumble. And we're we're all over the place, but if you're if you're watching this on the NetSN channel, great. Come join us on the DSN. It's a favorite on the NetSN page. We've got the link below, you know, uh, scrolling. So follow us on Twitter and our YouTube channel. We're going to be here talking wrestling every so often, and hope, hope you all enjoy it tonight. I've got a guest to introduce tonight. Uh, my first guest is my co-host for this show, Off the Ropes. You guys, he was in San Antonio last night and took had a rough night of it. He was he took took some tough uh, uh, blows. He was squished. He was beaten, and and just a lot of things happened to him. And uh, let me let me give him a little introduction here to the show. That's right. It's KO. It's. Kyle Owens. Welcome, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> that's awesome. I love the intro. And and none of that was that's false, right? You you were you were squished, you were you were mangled, you were there at the rumble last night in San Antonio. I was. I was I was squished. It was uh not the the greatest of seating arrangements, but you know what? I still had a good time. The rumble, it was decent. We'll talk about it. Um, but the atmosphere was fantastic and that's what i love about these live events so the i had a good time just uh didn't 
uh, I probably need to lose a few pounds before I go back to the Alamo Dome. <laughs> oh, and we have another special guest. We're working on contract negotiations with this guy to Ooh. to bring him on with us. Tough we've one. got we've got him tonight. You may know him from doing other things in sports, but you may not know that he loves wrestling too. And let me introduce him. It's your boy from the Tyler Paper, B.O. Brandon Ogden. Brandon, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this little intro here. Brandon, uh, are you ready to talk some uh, some wrestling? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So, uh, Kyle, you were there last night. Uh, what did you think being there at the, the arena? How was it? <laughs> Well, like I was saying, the atmosphere was uh, was fantastic. You knew something was going, something weird was going to happen that night when they started the show off with the Ben's Royal Royal Rumble match, which is normally how they end the show. Um, but starting off with it, you knew something crazy was going to happen. Uh, it was an interesting. It was kind of predictable who was going to win, but um, there was some some a couple of surprises in there. And overall, it was a it was an entertaining match. And then. The pitch black match, I wasn't sure how they were going to do the pitch black match. I wasn't sure how that was going to happen because you got to be able to see the wrestling to, you know, enjoy it. So I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. It was really cool what they did. They changed out the ropes and put, you know, like uh, some some black light stuff taping on all the ropes. So, so, when the so could you see it when they changed them out? So they actually did change the ropes out yes. after the Royal Rumble? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They changed out the ropes and the mat. So when the black lights hit it, they, I guess, had the images on there already. But uh, interesting, interesting match. I was I have a couple of gripes about the match that I'll get to in a little bit. I have a couple of gripes about it. Um, okay. But other than that, that was that was cool. And then a lot, Alexa and Bianca went for the Raw Women's Championship. <clears throat> um, Going to be honest with you, the vibe in the arena was kind of a bathroom break match. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to uh, the Raw Women's Champion because she could uh, beat me up very bad, very badly. But um, it was just, it was, it just the the heat wasn't there for that one. And then you had the women's rumble match, and then ended the night with KO and Roman and the uh, the exodus of Sami Zayn from the Bloodline, which I think is the best story in sports entertainment and wrestling going on right now. It is phenomenal, and there were grown men with tears in their eyes last night when Sami got beat out of the bloodline it was uh it was crazy it was a crazy night so overall i think the show was okay it wasn't one of the better rumbles that wwe's put on but the ending was magnificent so it was the it was worth it was worth the trip then absolutely 100 percent. all right well uh, let's start with that first rumble match uh kyle and talk about it a little bit um i was the the rumble match in general for me there wasn't as many surprises as normal. Um, you didn't have a lot of old wrestlers come back. Of course, you had Booker T. That was a good one. You know, nostalgic. Speaking of that, Kyle, I've got some uh, bones to pick with you about a certain uh, spinner Rooney that you owe Hawkins at center court <laughs> um, after they clinched the five peak. Uh, if you know what I mean there. Uh, I, I do. I do. We, uh, through those, to those of you who don't know, we, we were covering Hawkins, and Kyle said if they won that fifth, uh, district championship in a row, he was going to do a spinner Rooney in the middle of the court. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The way I look at it, if Booker T was able to get one revolution last night, I could surely get one revolution. <laughs> yeah. I, I was impressed. It was, it was actually a pretty good one. Like he's been practicing a little bit. Yeah. He looked, he would look, he looked in fantastic shape 
uh, yeah. for his age. Booker T looked fantastic, but I'm kind of with you. I was disappointed. That was the only real surprise. Now, Edge came back. Yeah. So and that was a little bit. Coming back, though. But I, the way they put it, I mean, it was like you put all the um, uh, Judgment Day in, and then you brought Edge as like, okay, we know it's about to happen here. Edge is about to eliminate the Judgment Day. You know, that was part was pretty predictable. Um, I was impressed I, with Gunter, though. Yeah. I mean, he he, – he, he broke it. He set a new rumble record yeah. for the longest amount of time. And in he's the, not in a, ring. he's not a small man either. No. And so he, he was out there over an hour. I mean, that's a long time. Speaking of small men, uh, where's Ray Mysterio. Okay. So Kyle, do you know this? Do you have an answer or do you, do you, did you hear? I, I'm, I seriously don't know what happened with Ray Mysterio. Okay. So from what I heard was he was injured in the match at SmackDown Friday. And so they wrote him off by having Dominic take him out in the back. Oh. So that's what I heard. Oh, okay. Well, why didn't they just have somebody go in his place then? I don't know. Now maybe it's not it a 30-man Royal Rumble. It maybe was it was last man. minute. Maybe it was last minute, and they just kind of had to make do. They weren't sure if he was going to be able to compete. And then, you know. But it was funny having Dominic come out with his mask on and – that yeah, I was that was yeah. hilarious. You, you know, I mean, it's still like I, I was hoping last night that story would develop because because you know Ray says, "Hey, I'm not going to fight him," but they're going to have a match at Mania, and so mm. he was hoping that would happen matriculate last night, and it still could because of how they did it. But we'll just kind of see when he comes back and how they go forward. Well, yeah. I know with with y'all y'all have been and Brandon, you were at Mania, so you know how at those big pay per view events sometimes in the arena you don't know what's going on like you ju- you're at the mercy of what's in front of you so everybody in our section were like wait a second where is ray like more people kept coming <laughs> out and then when edge came out me and jeremy thought okay ray's gonna come out with edge to help edge defeat judgment day that's what we thought so maybe yeah. ray was coming out later but ray never showed up and they never said anything about him so i was like what happened with ray well, even on the broadcast, they didn't ever mention it too much. That that was the two things. They didn't ever come back to say where Ray was, and they never technically said that Kofi was eliminated. Yeah, I wondered that. That was weird, too. I that thought, was here's, what, here's what I thought was going to happen. Drew and I were watching it together. Drew watched it with me last I was at his house in Madisonville. And when he landed, his leg was up. He was on the chair, and his leg was yeah. up, and it wasn't touching the floor. So we thought, oh, here in a minute, Kofi's going to, like, scoot over on the chair and get back in the ring. I wonder, though, if he got hurt because that was a weird fall, and it, it I don't know, it didn't look natural. Like, okay, his leg was up, but did that – was it up really, or did they move it up for on after he was off camera? So I kind of wondered that. The other one I thought was a weird elimination was the – was it the uh, – uh, what's his name from Phantasma? Um Oh, uh, Santos? Yeah, yeah, he hit his head on the oh, ring, yeah. like hard. And they, I, you know, you, they they take you off camera so you couldn't see it. But look, his neck snapped back when he hit the side of the ring. So that it looked really nasty to me. I was kept waiting for the X to be thrown up. I never saw any, but they didn't really go back over there. That was an elimination. I thought, ooh, that was nasty. It wasn't meant to be like that. There was a there was a couple that we were confused about in the stands, like the. Um, that Kofi one was weird because on the screen, 
it was it didn't show him get i think gunther threw him off it didn't show him getting thrown off the ring it just showed him landing in the chair and the chair falling but i was like y'all i'm like well his foot's still up so is he still in but you never i there was so much other action going on that i forgot about kofi and i never saw him go to the back and i also didn't realize I thought we had our final four set until Logan Paul jumped back in the ring. I thought yeah. Logan Paul had been eliminated the whole time, but that spot with Ricochet, which by the way was absolutely oh. amazing. Oof. That spot that with Ricochet—they showed Logan it on, Paul, on TV like four or five times, and it was just incredible the way they just they collided. Showed the sports Center last night. <laughs> it made Sports Man. Center. Man, yeah. well, that, and, that and, was wild. And just by going online here, they they did give the elimination to Gunther. Kingston was the fourth person out. Yeah. So uh, he he eliminated both members of New Day. Yeah. See, um, I thought Xavier was going to catch him, and then the next person out was Brock. So I thought he went over there. I thought he was going to do something. So. And I wonder too if it was actually meant for something else, and then it just I think because Kofi's always gets something crazy. I think the plan was for him to land in that chair and then kind of like bounce over back to the ring yeah. like he's done before. But my yeah. thing is. Yes, that's Kofi's thing where he does some miraculous save where he gets back in the ring. But, I mean, that's a high probability of not making it. And so I just think it was a little reckless. But, I mean, you got to do something. So I get that. But speaking of Brock, when Brock got eliminated by Bobby Lashley, that man lost his mind. Man, he threw that. He he. I thought he was going to hurt. He threw the top of the announce table into the ring. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He and is not happy. And the then, funniest and then was the best Baron part, Corbin. I was going to say, then Baron Corbin, of course, of all people, t- gets to take the <laughs> F5. <laughs> I thought Baron Corbin was going to lay out for a while, and then he was going to sneak in at the end and be sneaky Corbin yeah. and do something. But unfortunately for him, he just got tossed into the ring and to the wolves. But uh, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that I, I liked them putting a spotlight on gunther with the because he's intercontinent intercontinental champion and um it kind of got put on the back burner these past few years with vince and so i'm glad to see that that got a little more shine with him going 70 minutes in the rumble and he's not a small guy and then the end i mean it was inevitable i think it was a terrible idea to have cody rhodes come out at number 30 i think he should have came out maybe 15 or 20 make him fight a little bit and earn it instead he comes back wrestles for five minutes and gets a world championship shot. maybe like, maybe he's not quite ready to go full maybe maybe he's they were just trying to you know they didn't want to risk him being in there too long and, and hurting himself i don't know because well if that's the case then don't put him in there with gunther who's gonna chop his chest off like <laughs> well they've been after for a while too so yeah, yeah well i don't know just Maybe just the maybe his stamina is not there yet. I don't. I, that's the only. That's not the only issue, but that's a big issue I saw with the Rumble was having Cody come out at number thirty, just because that once Logan Paul came out at twenty nine, then everybody was like, "Well, Cody's next." And once Cody comes out, he's winning it. Like yeah. it was, it was obvious in with everybody else in the ring that he. Was I winning thought it. before I knew who was in it, the two that I thought. Um, I thought I had a chance of just because of an interesting storyline. I know Cody was one, and I thought Sami Zayn, if he was in it, could do something crazy. Uh, of course, that was before I knew anything else that was going to happen later that night, and yeah. I think it they did the right thing with that. But it could have been something interesting if Sami Zayn wins, and now he's got to fight. He's got the chance to fight Roman. That could have been interesting. 
interesting. But well, they went with they didn't go with the rock. The rock kind of that that thing was at Nick. I think you know a few weeks ago that he wasn't going to do it, which was kind of disappointing. But uh, I think I think Cody goes over it at Mania and, and finally well, dethrones Reigns. Here's a problem. Well, we'll talk. We could talk about this problem at the end of the show because mm-hmm. it'll make more sense. But now. Yeah. What do you do at Mania? Do you have Roman and Sammy at Mania? Because right now, Sammy's the biggest baby face in the company over mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes because now he's going up against Roman and he just got beat down by the bloodline. He's got everybody on his side. So mm-hmm. do you, you can't, I mean, you have to ride the hot streak. So do you, you got to put Sammy in something, but well, I think lose. I think what, well, we'll talk about that when we get to that match. Yeah, Cause I, yeah. I, there's some things that we want to talk about that. Um, but, uh, Let's see, just, just kind of going down this list of entrants. I didn't see anybody that was really surprised. I think Lesnar was a little surprising. I really didn't know if he was going to be in the Rumble. They announced I mean, him on Friday. Yeah, he, oh, yeah Friday they? night he said, yeah. Okay, because I, I – well, I didn't get to watch. I was at the game, so since our games were so late, I kind of skimmed through SmackDown just enough to kind of see what was going on, but I really didn't catch that, I guess. Um, going through here, I mean – I think the Lashley Lesnar thing is interesting. Um, they really haven't fought a whole lot. I think it's one of those matches that people really want to see, but they has haven't. I think they fought. How, when was that? It was a little not too long ago, but then before then, it has been a, like 10, 15 years. I think between. they fought a couple of times last year. Yeah, at but a couple still, of interviews. I still think though with those two could tear the house down with something. I think that could be something that's really interesting. Um, you know, what do you do with someone like Seth Rollins? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I mean, I don't. He's weird that he's a baby face. It's because they love his music and he, like, yeah. you know, but he's still kind of, it's kind of a tweener almost. I, I don't know if you could tell in person, Kyle, but they, they did a semi-tease last night to Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. See, I, I, I kind of got that. That's who Seth out. Yeah, and they kind of also did the tease though with Ricochet and Logan Paul with them standing on opposite sides. I I know Ricochet's not as big as name as Seth Rollins, but athleticism wise, Ricochet and Logan Paul would be phenomenal. Oh, they could do some crazy stuff. We already saw one spot. You know that if they had yes. time to 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 play something out, you know that could be something really crazy. I don't know what to do with Seth. Line. Yes, yeah, I don't know what to do with Seth just because he's he's been going after the U.S. title. That's getting that's getting old. He's, I mean, there's with Roman having both titles, there's no other title to go for on Raw. So I don't know. What I kind of wonder Seth. when they're going to, when he's going to have a match for both. And I wonder if at Mania they make him defend both and then he maybe he loses one and not the other. Because they're splitting up the tag team. So I wonder if they'll eventually split, up, split his up too. So because that way that would give them an out where he could lose and still have his keep his record streak going. Because I wonder how long they're going to – I'm thinking he, maybe he gets over 1,000 days at some point. He's already at almost 900. Right. I think he's losing both titles at Mania. And I think he'll lose one on night one and the second one on night two. So you think he'll defend I think both. he's wrestling I, both nights. Because, I mean, you're at Mania and you got only one big title match. Right. I mean – because usually the Royal Rumble, and this is where you could get it, usually the Royal Rumble member gets to pick to go after a championship, right? Right. So Cody Rhodes picks one of those. Then somebody else, you know, they have some, maybe have some kind of, uh, you know, tournament to 
get to whoever whoever gets the other one. Wouldn't it be funny if uh, either Sammy or KO um, took the other one from him? I think there's different plans for Sammy and KO, but I think what you can do. wise you, you think yeah. they're going to go after the Usos, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, well, I, well, I did until, until the until, end. We'll wait until well, the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's still something that's just that was weird to me that I was like, oh, okay, that could be interesting. But I do think that they're going to split up. I think Roman does both nights of Mania, and mm-hmm. what they could do is Cody Rhodes won the Rumble, having elimin- at the Elimination Chamber. Whoever wins the Chamber, Chamber, yeah. that's SmackDown, and then Cody goes after Raw, and you do one on one night, one on the other. Yeah. Could be, but you got to get them off Roman. Roman can't have both titles forever. Like it, it's it's coming to an end. The bloodline's falling. It's got to yeah, happen. That's going to be the demise when the bloodline collapses. That's going to be probably uh, the end of it. Um, let's see. You had uh, see Otis, of course. That I thought Otis um, is his. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Not Om- Omos is who I meant to say. Omos and Strowman's match. So that was interesting. I I I can't stand Omos. I really I, I'm can't. not a fan, but that the match of seeing how big he is when he goes up against Braun Strowman, I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. So I'm not a fan of Omos, but I have a soft spot because I watched him play college basketball. So I have a <laughs> soft spot for him because I remember him from then. But he he just he's he hasn't developed the way you would like. <laughs> no, not at all. And I I just I don't think he's like there's. It's hard to be a big man in WWE and move around like big show could move around in the ring pretty well. Kane could move around undertaker. Omos just is, he's not. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Omos. I think at he, all. I think he needs to be in a uh, faction with somebody. He needs to maybe be the they, muscle. Maybe they, maybe they restart uh, hurt business and he's a muscle for that group. I, I They've always kind of done that grip weird. I didn't think they ever got the, the push long enough uh they had little little bit time one that they were doing really well and then it kind of ended and then they like were back for like a week and then it was over again uh, i think with omos as the muscle there for lashley a lashley heel turn with yeah what do you got do you say bobby lashley needed muscle well i, I don't so when he's when he's a heel character when he's heel Lashley. Maybe somebody would do his dirty work. Like, yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley can handle himself. I think yeah. he can take care of himself. But um, I, I think that would be a good group to put him with because kind of MVP has been kind of lingering around Omos. He's already been talking to Lashley mm-hmm. in previous shows, kind of just, you know, hinting at something possibly. Now Lesnar's coming after him. Does he Does he try to hide behind a faction? Look, oh, you could – I mean – I think I think the hurt business does get together at some point. When I don't know. I think it's happening soon. Um, but Omos, less Omos on my TV screen, the better for me. <laughs> that the best part of Omos was when they had the underground and he was in there just beating yes. folks and yeah, beating folks in raw underground. Which I yeah. By the way, I like that segment. I, I like that little thing. It was interesting. They always had some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, they could have done I, more with it. I think. I think uh, also. In, in the rumble with uh with Edge. I I understand why Edge is coming back and feuding with Judgment Day, but at the same time, like there's other there's other people that edge why why not Edge and Rollins going at each other? Yeah. Let's start a feud with Edge and Rollins. Why I mean I understand there's unfinished business with the Judgment Day, but 
Let's. Uh, how long? Let's how many times have we? Else. How many times have we danced with that one? Yeah, let's advance to something else. Edge and Rollins, I think, would be a great match. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's. I think it's going with the. Uh, they're going back with a Judgment Day again. Uh, some reason. Because then you got Finn Beth Ballard Phoenix. Beth Phoenix coming out. Um, maybe taking maybe care a of Ridley. maybe a mixed tag match at Mania with uh, Edge and Beth against Finn and Ripley. Well, they can't because oh. Rhea won the Rumble. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Unless she has two matches. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, well, unless yeah. you unless you have Beth beat Bianca somewhere down the line or something. Well, maybe. Okay, so maybe they'll do the mixed tag at, at the Chamber at Elimination. Yeah, that's what I was match. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They could. So at the cha- at the Chamber, do it. Dom and Rhea. Yeah. Against Edge and Beth, and then maybe that's when Ray comes back. Yeah. Look at see. See, Brandon, we just we just need to all sit down and book a show. Yeah, we, we can book, book something. Yeah. Well, that's a, we're, we're all we're we're all story writers. Like, you know, y'all do it more with, with y'all's voices and I do it more with my keyboard, but we, we that's what we we have that story writing mindset. So mm-hmm. well when you watch enough wrestling and you see this, you, you start thinking, Man, I could do this. I mean, some of the things that's booked, I'm like, but you know, I think overall they did some cool things with the way they brought people in and out. Not that they some of them have been already done until ten million times, but I think they strategically put some people in at certain times. I thought that was good. I personally like the old school people coming back, but not a ton of them just because it takes up spots. You know, they're not going to win. They get a pop. Um, one that would have been awesome there would have been Stone Cold come in stun some people but you know they've actually i think i heard they were trying to get him to to be in that uh, mania this year mm-hmm. throwing some money at him and that after the the performance last year yeah he still got some he still got some uh matches in the tank you know not full time but just on a special occasion i mean go ahead but they brought back goldberg and he couldn't wrestle to save his life there at the end it was hurting people and stuff i mean heck Stone he's Cold, another person better. i want less on my tv screen I loved Goldberg back in back in oh, the nineties and the two thousands, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm, pa- I'm past him. I I I'm with you. I think a, a normally a few more surprises happen in the men's rum or in both rumble matches. There's normally some more legends that come back, but I do I do think it speaks positively of WWE that they have enough talent on their roster where they can book a whole rumble and still leave some people out because mm-hmm. there wasn't um, a few people that weren't in there that you could have added in. So I think that talent wise, it's a good thing. They're doing that, but I'm, I'm like you bringing legends back is taking up somebody's spot and that legend's not going to win. So what do y'all think? Somebody we haven't mentioned yet is the U S champ, Austin theory. Uh, where do y'all think that's going with, with theory? Um, he's been put lately. Of course he was Vince McMahon's boy. And then he got like crushed. Everybody crushed him because McMahon left and they, Said basically that you're you're done because your daddy's not here anymore. That was probably one of my favorite lines um, on the show. But uh, who could be an opponent for Theory? I didn't see anything within. I mean, we've seen Rollins in Theory, Lashley Theory. We've seen that a lot. Who who among these top contenders could y'all see kind of going with at, with Theory next? I mean, there's always you always go back to AJ Styles when he comes back. I mean, he wasn't there last night, so I don't know where you know when he's coming yeah, back. Get, or... He's he's injured, so I don't he broke know. Broke his ankle. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know how long. Yeah, we don't know yeah. how long. So I don't either. AJ would be a good one. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's there are they they have a lot of talent out there, but it's the matchups. Like, how do you get these people matched up with each other? And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest issue that they're gonna that Triple H is gonna be running into is how do you get all these people on TV? Because Raw has three hours to fill, so you can fill TV time, but you want yeah. it to be meaningful TV time and not just some um, fluff. So I don't know. I don't know really. Another what's thing next is another thing is coming up is going to be the draft, and that'll be interesting to see how that goes. There's some NXT guys that are ready to come up. I think Breaker's ready. He's he's been the NXT champion for what couple a year plus, I think. At this, that's point. something else I would have liked to see more in the Men's Royal Rumble is some more NXT stars. Where was Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller? Some of those instead now of they have a pay per view next week. Right. So maybe maybe they didn't want to risk yeah, I can tell you those where, guys hurt. Yeah, I can tell you weren't gonna get many for the men, but the women had a few. You know, the yeah. women had Indy Hartwell, Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. They had a few, which they, you normally get because there's not, not as many women on the roster. Right. So you have to fill some spots there. So that's where you normally get the extra surprises. But the men that you could tell going in, just like there's not many spots. You're like, mm-hmm. we know Cody's gonna be in, and it's like there's no I mean they they couldn't even fit See, the bloodline in. So. I, yeah. My opinion on the on the whole Cody thing. I don't think the packages that they did before did anything for him. It would have been better. To I think he should have came back as a surprise pop. Yeah. He still got a big pop. Don't get me wrong. I could hear it. But you can imagine the pop he would have gotten if nobody really knew if he was going to come back. Like you just thought he was, but with that kind of injury, you don't know. Or I, I thought they should have just made it a surprise that he just comes back. Or if you're telling me he's coming back, don't, Put him in at number thirty, where it yeah. takes all the all the guessing work out of it. Well, he's next. Like if you're gonna bring mm-hmm. him back, bring him back at number one or yeah, number fifteen or yeah, number 30, 30, you want someone that you're you're guessing. You're like, who's gonna be thirty? You know? Yeah. Who? Because I remember that last be? when we went to the Rumble last last time. I can't remember who was thirty, but it, we didn't know who it was. We were gonna. We were just like, you well, know, who's thirty? Who's thirty? And and it ended up being Roman. It ended up being Roman that year. So I wasn't <laughs> Roman. He lost. Yeah, he lost to Kevin Owens the first, like the second match of the night. Yeah, and he did he, lose. Yeah, but yeah, then, but see, 30. you wouldn't expect that though, because he'd already been in yeah. a match. So it was, it was a surprise. I knew it was somebody that we weren't expecting. Um, but uh, yeah, that was I, that pay per view. I think was my opinion was probably a little bit better. He had Cena winning his the record tying 16th yeah. championship, something I'll never forget. That I, the last Same time here. he's ever won it. Um, I don't know if he'll ever get that 17. I wish he would. Just I think he deserves it as much as he's done for the WWE. I think he he deserves the 17th. Um, at least some kind of run with it at some point. I don't know if he'll ever get it because he's you know so busy in the movie industry and stuff now. But he can still go. We saw on New Year's Eve show there. I mean, obviously he can still go. Um, so I don't know that that. I think that to me, the ending was great, like Kyle said. But overall, I think it was a little, yeah, because I, I, I kind of was late to get at home. We were trying to eat and get had my nephew's birthday party and stuff, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what match I'll miss." So I tuned in just seeing. I was like, "All right, it's going to be Gunther versus Sheamus." And I was like, "Okay, I, I don't remember that match being announced." <laughs> but then I, I didn't see the talk about. I didn't hear the talk about the Royal Rumble. I just tuned in and and Gunther was in the ring and the Sheamus came. Up. Okay. And then they started the count, and I'm like, this is the Rumble already? Wait, you can't start this yet. I wasn't going to be able to miss it. Thankfully, my brother had it paused when we got to his house. He had Peacock, so it paused. So. Um, but, yeah, I think overall the Rumble, again, it was pretty predictable.
acceptable for me. I think it was a good, had some good spots. Uh, Logan Paul showing up was kind of interesting. Booker T, uh, I, I would give the overall maybe like a B for for a Rumble. I mean, I think it could have been better, but I've definitely seen worse. Yeah. The Logan Paul was kind of a surprise because reports were that at the Saudi show that he tore his knee. So I didn't expect him to be back for the you Rumble. You sure didn't expect him to see jumping off a, a, a rope no. colliding midair into somebody. Heck no. So that was a surprise. My other issue with the Rumble is the entryway. Like the the the, the mile entryway. Like by the time so the buzzer goes off, music hits, and the person walks out. By the time they get to the ring, there's like 20 seconds left before the countdown starts again. Like, <laughs> give me some yeah. time to breathe. Give Cut down. It doesn't need to be a mile long. Like, you could cut it down a little bit. I, I think the so, problem is when you have those big stadiums, though, it you, you know, you have to put the ring somewhere. And so, yeah. So, Brett, do you remember how, like, last time when it was in San Antonio, it wasn't as long as it was this time, and they no. still had the big guys like Big E – uh, Braun, I think Mark Henry might have been in that one. The big guys in that one, they brought him in on scooters. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think it was a straight shot last time, if I remember correctly. It was. Yeah, it wasn't I, like I, coming from the I side. I was actually on the. It, it was a crazy thing that happened, but I ended up in the aisle way. Oh, after it was. Yeah, it was. It, that's another story for another day. But oh. but uh, yeah, it ended up right there at the aisle way, and so I got to see. But yeah, they they brought the big big guys on scooters. Like uh, Big Show, uh, Big E, Braun Strowman, and them, they had them on these like little fast scooters. Man. Well, I t- well that's I- why I told, I told Jeremy, I said, with as long as this entrance is, Roman Reigns' entrance will last 10 minutes, taking him 10 minutes <laughs> to it, get to the And ring. it really did. <laughs> I, I was it like, really I was did. recording. I was like, all right, bro, I'm not recording all this. is going to take up all the space. Yeah, I did last time. Too. I recorded every entrance on the Rumble last time on my phone. I still have all those entrance videos. That's what I did. Yeah. 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 So it's just fun to have that because I was trying to go back and remember. I never remembered who all was in and stuff. And I recorded like seeing this celebration and stuff like that. So, well, it's like I think, the last one I went to was when Edge came back. So, yeah. I think was, uh, Cody Rhodes is the right winner. I think it was the yeah. right winner. I just hate how predictable it was. Like it could have, right, yeah. they could have put him in at a different spot and came to the same outcome. But I do think he was the right winner. And uh, it brings up some interesting points about what could happen at Mania now with Roman. Yep. All right. Any other thoughts on that before we move on? Not on the men's rumble. All right. We'll go to the next match. It's uh, Bray Wyatt, L.A. Knight. And, Kyle, you kind of gave us some overviews of the ring. From the TV perspective, I don't know, Brandon, I'm sure will agree with me. I thought it it looked really cool. Like, the L.A. Knight's uh, outfit was perfect with the neon yellow. You could see him. Um, I thought it was cool, too. On TV, you couldn't see uh, – you could tell Bray had something on his face, but you couldn't see the whole effect of it until they cut the lights off. I thought the effect of his uh, face paint and makeup was really cool on TV. Um, and uh, just the, the kendo sticks, it was like glow sticks with – on that that was cool. The ropes, obviously, that, just, that Kyle said were swapped out. I think that was really cool. Um, I mean, it the was confetti what, on the table. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand what, I couldn't really tell what that was at first. Yeah. And I like saw a little bit of it. And then we went through the tables. Like it went, everywhere. I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. What is that? But yeah, now that you say that, I guess it was confetti. I, I was kind of wondering what that was. It was hard to tell on TV. I don't know, Brennan, you could tell what it was, but it was hard to really tell. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it really until the women's rumble. 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you they went over there. Like, could, yeah. when, uh, when they threw Becky through the announce table, you could still yeah. see all that green confetti there. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I uh, I think the and I here's <laughs> I love LA Knight. Yeah, I love LA yeah. Knight. Yeah. Like, I think LA Knight. Let me talk to you. I think he's great. I That's think better. Fantastic. Hey, it's better than Maxwell Mel models. Let's just oh get my that. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Max Dupree. Um, but I love LA Knight. Like he is he is fantastic on the microphone. He can go in the ring. Like I love LA Knight. I'm a fan of Bray Wyatt, the eater of worlds Bray Wyatt. Not the the fiend version I wasn't crazy about. But um, here's my issue though. Bray came back at Extreme Rules. He has not been in a match since for two years since he got let go by the since WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania. Now he was on a live live event. He wrestled someone. He was. He he did. I think it was at Madison Square Garden or something yes. like that. So he did. Okay, he hadn't been in a televised match right for since then. So everybody's excited to see him, and then you go out there, give us a gimmick match in the darkness where it's hard to see, and then you let him go for five minutes. Like, come on, man. Well, the match was five minutes, but then we, we discovered that he, he somehow he reappears and he's got a different mask on and yeah. they keep fighting, Yeah, which that was cool, too. Uh, I knew at some point Uncle Howdy had to appear. Right. That spot was crazy, though. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, you could tell on TV, you probably may not be able to tell. He missed, he missed. him by like it, three yeah. or oh, four yeah, he feet. Missed. <laughs> at his head, yeah, like the yeah. long shot. Missed a long shot. But the I, that spot was cool. But here's my issue with that. I have a lot of issues with this. Okay. Here's okay. my issue with that, though. Who is Uncle Howdy? Again, this has uh, been going on for we, a couple we know. of months. Bo Dallas. Is that confirmed? Be. But no, I, I know that. I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure. But my, my point is this has been going on for two months and we've gotten, we've got no real story progression. Like there's been no progression. Well, they're, really. they're trying to Give slow play something. it. It's better. It's I I under, honestly, I think it's better this way because you don't want to rush through it and then, okay, that's it. Like give it, let it play out right now. This is not who he wants to, who you want to reveal it against is LA Knight. No offense to LA Knight, but he's not uh, the person that you want to reveal or go into that. I think as they, as he starts moving his way up and fight some bigger, better wrestlers then that will come out but that's who i've heard now that's not you know that's just who i've heard it is but that's uh, what i've heard too but i did give, y'all see the characters up top too yeah yeah the yeah, rest of the fun out. i want i want those to come alive and be wrestlers like let him have his own little stable of of, well, of see, bray wyatt guys when he heard about the they, they're supposed to be the wyatt six yeah yeah he, and he had yeah, six on his yeah. like a six in roman yeah. numerals on his face paint and when he came and, back, and Rowan's supposed Rules. to be one of them. Who is? Eric, Eric Rowan. Eric oh, Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said yeah. Roman. And I was like, wait a second. No, Rowan. Roman Reigns. <laughs> wait yeah. a second. No, but no, Eric Rowan. Yeah. At Extreme Rules, they brought all those uh, Firefly yeah. Funhouse characters to life. So I thought, okay, we got we got them all. That's the Wyatt Six. But now we've got Uncle Howdy. We don't know who the heck Uncle Howdy is. He just sits there and twirls his hand and dives off scaffolding. Like I don't, I need, I need to know more. <laughs> I mean, like, how does cool. Alexa Bliss fit in? Yeah, how does that's yes. She'll, she'll yes. be in some of that. How, how about, um, how did it look live, Kyle, with the uh, fireworks explosion? Was it, did it look it was, as cool as it did? Yeah, no, it was cool. I have it on my, I videoed it on my phone, but it was, it was the, 
the scene and the optics in the arena and the colors were fantastic. And WWE does a great job at no matter what they do is with the production side of it. They're going to make it look good. It's going to look sharp. And so the the tape they had around the ropes with the the lighting, the the lighting in the arena, everything was cool and you could still you could see. It was hard to see, but you could still see because of LA Knight wearing the tights that he wore that lit him up and then the rings that were lit up or the ropes. It looked great. The match itself looked fantastic. I just wanted to see more from both of them. Then did you really expect more than that than a squash match though? Honestly, I didn't really expect much. I expected it to be a decent match. I mean, a decent match, but I just figured it was going to be a squash. They were going to beat each other up. Then Bray was going to just, now I didn't expect the aftermath. I figured Uncle Howdy would be somewhere in the room, but I didn't. I didn't see him jumping off a scaffold on the. I, I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see Uncle Howdy helping Bray since we just saw him give him a sister Abigail a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so well, I didn't think he's well. His his deal is he's helping turn him back into the Bray Wyatt of old, yeah. and so that that was his job. And so now, after the match, crazy on LA Knight, which was what he wanted. So now I think he's realigned himself with. Uncle Howdy at this point. I, mean, I think gotta, I'd have to give it like a a B minus, maybe a C plus on the match. Just yeah. just from my opinion, because it wasn't yeah. what I maybe I had too high of a bar, but I just wanted more because I know how LA Knight can go and I know how Bray Wyatt can go. And I just wanted to see them actually go after it and not in a gimmick match. But yeah, yeah. I mean that's a pretty fair grade. I mean I'm probably around the same thing. I mean but honestly I didn't expect too much. I think the the actual match is that, but I think the aftermath, I give it an A. The yeah. aftermath, kind of the storytelling part of it, it's it's it kind of progressed the storytelling. Now we got Uncle Howdy actually um, doing something to someone else besides Bray Wyatt. Now he's interacting with someone else. Now I wonder now, do they continue with LA Knight for another pay per view or, or are they going to go somewhere else with this? Well, I guess we'll just have to see. Who but. knows? <laughs> This is the I'd hardest thing to in the elimination out. chamber, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I thought I kind of things. I kind of thought at some point it was going to be Uncle Howdy versus Bray Wyatt, but now I don't know. More L.A. Night on my television. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish they'd use him a little bit better. When he was at Impact, uh, he was. He, they used him. He's very, uh, very entertaining on the mic. Mm-hmm. And so I think they could use him a little bit better. Maybe a mid card title run or something for LA Knight wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I like it. So, um, okay. Well, the next match, if y'all are done with that one, um, I think I've pretty much gone all the way over that match. But the next one's going to be the Raw Women's Championship match. And that's uh, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Now, this has got some interesting storytelling lines. Um, the match overall for me. Uh, Kyle talked about it being the restroom break match. I uh, almost fell asleep. Um, nobody thought Alexa Bliss was going to win. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought the only shred, shred of chance she might would win is if maybe Uncle Howdy comes out, distracts, some kind of gimmicky possible win for her. But I thought the chances of that were very slim before the match. Um, they did kind of, in, like at the end, um, kind of grow her character building the storyline with uncle howdy and kind of the whole wyatt interaction there so that was cool i thought that was interesting um did but i thought the match was kind of forgettable honestly overall what'd y'all think 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it was a and it was real. It was just it was quick. I was like, I mean, you knew they had to play some catch up, but I was like, that was, I mean, that was really quick. Yeah, I like you said, it wasn't Alexa's not a believable opponent for Bianca Belair. Um, so you knew going into it, the story to me was what was going to happen after the match. It was, yeah. it wasn't so much the match. It was what was going to happen afterwards. But again, more questions than answers. That's always a good thing to me. When you have it, more questions, that's going to say, okay, I've got to tune in now and see is, what happens. But I need, I need something. Give me, give me something like a little, a little piece of bread to keep coming back. You got it. Right? You got it. You got to find out the, the bread's available on raw. <laughs> tomorrow night kyle I, and i know it will be but it was it in the arena i don't know how it looked on tv but in the arena it was super weird because they showed alexa was just sitting there with the spotlight on her and then they were showing the video on the screen of the playground and images of her and uncle howdy talking and then the uncle howdy video cut off the lights went dark and an applebee's commercial started playing and alexa hopped out <laughs> of the ring so it was it was like that's it like that what applebee's i mean i don't which the uh the countdown clock was sponsored by applebee's this year um okay but it was it was a weird transition so it it was a weird ending to an un a really forgettable match i a d i give him i'm giving it a d i wasn't impressed i love bianca um alexa's just not believable and i think Rhea picks Bianca, and it's Rhea and Bianca at Mania for the Raw Women's Championship. Okay, that's my prediction. I don't have anything else to say about Alexa and Bianca. It was, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I don't know if it. I mean, maybe a C minus at most. I mean, but yeah, I think you're right on the mark there. I mean, I, and the only reason I give it that because I, it did the storyline aspect. It did progress it a little bit with Alexa Bliss. Um, again. We'll see what happens with Bianca. It could definitely will be Rhea Ripley. That would be a, a physical specimen of a match. Both women are very athletic, very strong. It could be some very good spots there. Um, I think it is Rhea's time, one one belt or the other. It's her time to – she's done a great job with uh, the Judgment Day. I don't think the Judgment Day is the Judgment Day without Rhea Ripley, honestly. She yeah. makes a lot of that happen. I mean, it would just be the, old, the, the same old, same old with – you know, Priest doesn't really do a whole lot. Balor's good, but you know, I still I think it's the whole her and Dominic kind of weird. Yeah, they've elevated that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of kept that going longer than it than it probably would have otherwise. Well, and if you remember last year, Rhea and Bianca were supposed to wrestle at WrestleMania Backlash, but Rhea had some dental work done and she had a concussion, so that match never happened. So let's let's run it back 2023 at WrestleMania and give Rhea her championship opportunity on a big stage. So She's since we're talking about that, we'll roll right into the women's Royal Rumble match. That's the next match. Good segue there. And um, yeah, we we start off with uh, Rhea Ripley coming out at number one um, against Liv Morgan, which. I was I wasn't surprised Liv Morgan was at the, at the beginning just because she's been talking about she'll start she wanted to start at the beginning and beat everyone. Uh, I like her character, but kind of lately it's been lacking. I guess they hadn't really given her a lot of time uh, since that run she had earlier. I guess earlier in the year last year. Um, but uh, the the thing I saw in the women's matches, the men's match, to me there were more surprises. 
Um, they brought, like Brandon said earlier, they brought some NXT girls in. Um, you know, Michelle McCool uh, was the cool, Michelle, Michelle McCool, awesome. yeah. And she had, and that funny thing was, they they made sure they showed her on camera earlier being in the arena. And then I know I saw some stuff because I heard some things about her possibly being in the match, reading some stuff online. And she was like, no, I hadn't heard anything. I'm waiting for my call, you know. And, and then she shows up there and, and in the front row and her music, hit, it, and she kind of stands there for a minute and looks around. And then she like, oh, I'm ready to go. And she like, you know, rips off her over shirt and she's got her wrestling gear on. And, and honestly, I thought they gave her a lot of time, which was cool. You know, didn't they didn't like immediately eliminate her? Sometimes when they bring people in like that, they let them get their, their spot. They let them do their moves a few times, and then they eliminate them. Like Booker T, he got eliminated pretty quickly after he did his spin Rooney. Um, so they gave her a pretty long run, honestly. And I thought that was really cool. Um, now, one thing I thought was very odd was the Chelsea Green. Oh my god! Removal. Like, why would you debut her and then immediately have her? I mean, now he has the record for the shortest uh, amount of time in the Rumble for women. But that was – was that not strange to you guys? I hated it. That was terrible. I didn't like it. Brandon? Uh, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I thought it was weird. I mean, I've never been a huge Chelsea Green person, but I still like – if you're going to bring her back, keep her in longer than five seconds. Yeah, I mean – If you're going to debut her at the Rumble, let her – if you're debuting her after she's been off TV or not off TV, but off WWE TV for a year and a half, two years, let her get an elimination or something, or at least yeah, stay in a like, little longer. Not. Do you want to do you, are you trying to push women on the card? Like give her now. She looks like she's a, a squash match candidate. Yeah. Now, now I'm not taking her seriously for yeah. any kind of title. Cause you got eliminated in two seconds in the in rumble. Yeah, I just but, thought that. But Liv used really... to hold that record, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, just, I thought that was strange. I, just... I think there was. It's uh, it's cool to have Chelsea Green back. Here's the one I'm I'm also not excited about, and they, somebody in the truck screwed this up on number thirty. We're waiting for number thirty, and they were supposed to start the countdown, <laughs> and Nia Jax's music hits, and you're like, "What?" And then they started the countdown after the music. You scrapped the countdown. <laughs> we already know who it is. That so. one, that one was surprising as well. Um, I wonder if they bring her into the bloodline some at some point with that mm. dynamic. That's what I, was, I mean, I thought I, I, they haven't done Tamina yet, so I thought they would do. Naya, yeah. or if if Naomi ever came back, but that's what I'm thinking is Naomi. When Naomi yeah. comes back, that I thought she was going to show up last night too. I thought she was going to be a surprise entry in the Rumble, and she wasn't. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that Nia Jax coming out at the end. I, I mean, it's it's Nia Jax. I I think the women's division could use some work. I don't think they are where they could be at the WWE. Well, they have a, they have some top talent. You have Charlotte Flair. Yeah, Charlotte Flair doesn't even have a match. I know she's got the one this Friday. Well, I she think. was the champion. There is no sense in – I mean – she... No, no, but but she should have been on the card. Like, give her some time. Give she somebody got, some – She came back after getting married and being off TV seven months. The night she comes back, she wins the title. That's a little weird. Okay, <laughs> I, I get – but she is the champion. Mm-hmm. Why – now they're going to have her match. She's fighting uh, – Sonya Deville on SmackDown. Yeah, again, like yeah. Again. So why 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 don't we put at least put the match on pay per view? I mean, you know she's not losing it 
probably anyway, but you know she's not losing on SmackDown. I mean, pretty pretty confident in that. I just that confused me a little bit. You have one of your biggest stars in the women's division, the the probably the best women's wrestler that you've booked ever. I mean, she's got the most championships. Not to say that she's the best wrestler, but she's been booked like, you know, her daddy, obviously. And you don't put her on the pay-per-view at all. I know she can't necessarily be in the Rumble because she's already got one belt, but at least give her a match. I thought that was a waste of, of you know, not having. Then you didn't have the tag match tag titles on the on the pay-per-view either because you've only got one set. I just thought that the pay-per-view overall just didn't have a whole lot of matches. I know the, the Royal Rumble is usually a little shorter, but, man, it just – you have these titles and then you don't defend them. So, because you have the you had the Intercontinental cha- Champion in the Rumble, you had the U.S. Champion in the Rumble, you had the tag guys just helping them to beat somebody up in one match. Uh, you had one, so you had two championship matches. You had the the Raw Women's Championship and then the Undisputed WWE Championship. I don't think the titles have to be defended at every pay per view, though. Because they, they, they don't, but w- when you don't have very many to, to choose from, I mean, but with the especially the big pay per views, yeah, yeah. This one's, I consider this a big one. But but here's my thing though: with the how long do you want to be watching a pay per view? Because that one well, last night was long. Yeah. Well, the big it, thing it was, is they don't do the pre show matches anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can you put know, some they, of those on a pre show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they used to do. Like, yeah. I mean, there were two title the the last one in San Antonio. There were two title matches on the pre show. And then, uh, then there was one, and the one in Houston, they had two pre-show matches, and there was one that was a title, a U.S. title match. So. Well, they used to be so, way long. I mean, these the paper yeah. now wasn't bad. I mean, well, that but that's what I'm saying. So with the two with the two Rumble matches, that's an hour a piece at least. So yeah. that's two hours of your show. If you're wanting a four hour pay per view, seven to eleven, then you in order to, for the matches to breathe, which they didn't even get to last night because. I think the the men's rumble I think went a little longer than anticipated, and then with the the Bray Wyatt L.A. Night match that's a short one. The Raw Women's Championship was a short one, and then the the women's rumble and then the long match at the end that after the match with Sammy and the Bloodline and KO and all that. So I think that I think that I I didn't mind the amount of matches because of the two rumble matches that are an hour long of something going on now on a normal pay-per-view yes i would think a couple more matches to fill in and give them a good you know 15 20 minutes a piece but for the rumble purposes i'm okay with having less matches because of the rumble matches i just thought maybe one more match could have been could have helped the show a little bit i mean yeah well but here's the thing what 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 would that match be if it was a match like the Raw Women's Championship, that would not have helped the show. No, no, but I mean, you got plenty of plenty of good women. Um, there was one women's match. I think you could have put the other Charlotte against somebody. Bring back Nia Jax and debut her and have a surprise opponent or something. I don't know, just something. You know, that would have been cool. Um, heck, debut Chelsea Green and give her a chance. They gave Charlotte Flair right away. Spotlight somebody that give it gives them a chance to put a spotlight on somebody else, and I think they missed the opportunity to do that because I don't really think you, you didn't really spotlight anybody you brought in that was you know a surprise person. Well, 
the one thing I did like that they did in the women's room was what they did with Asuka when they, yes. re, you know, how they brought her back. Yeah. yeah. Now that was cool. She, they kind of repackaged her and I think she'll, yeah. she's more, but that, and that's with the women's division. That's the problem though. You're very, you have your top stars. You have your Charlotte, <sighs> Becky, uh, Bailey, Bianca, um, and that top, and that Oscar. top tier, Oscar, Rhea Ripley's emerging that top tier. But after that, who? Because they who, don't, they don't build anybody else up. That and that's that's the problem, though. That's the problem. You can bring back as many females as you want to the division, but if you don't build them up, and the Rumble is a perfect time to build them up, it and I think be. they missed a lot of opportunities. To they do could that. be, but I mean, you, you do something like you bring Chelsea Green in, which you know you could really, really have a great chance there to debut her. I mean, what if you have Charlotte as a, as a mystery opponent and she debuts and she comes out and they give a 15 to 20 minute awesome match? Mm-hmm. Even if she loses that, she's already now immediately elevated to that, that right at the top tier. You yeah. have a chance to do that. And then, and then you put her in the rumble and you eliminate her in three seconds or however long. Yeah, that's just, a- I just, I just don't understand. So that's what I was about to say is you, with the complete opposite, you could have made her look good by doing what you said, but instead you brought her in the rumble, debuted her at the rumble for a two second out. Like what's the point of even coming back? I thought also that her husband, boyfriend, Matt Cardona. Yeah. They married. I thought he was coming back. Woo, woo, woo. I thought he was coming you back. You know it. <laughs> but if he comes back, I don't want him to come back as Zack Ryder. I don't know. Yeah, 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 I want him to come back. I, I, I want him to come back as Matt Cardona. I, yeah. I read somewhere where he has trademarked Zack Ryder. Oh, uh, so maybe so, coming back is Zack Ryder. Now, but that's he trademarked it. So does that mean WWE can't use it? So maybe that's his way of maybe getting to come back as Matt Cardona. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But well, overall, I, I, I thought the I thought the women's rumble match was better than the women's or than the men's because of the ending. Because the you ending didn't know was, you didn't know it was gonna win. Well, that too. I really I, thought I had I, I I kind of thought Rhea was going to win going into it. That was my pick going into it. But at the end with Asuka, I, I, the way Asuka had been, I thought Asuka was going to win it at the end. Then she got eliminated. Then the Hurricanrana by Rhea of Liv off the side. Kind of a throwback to a Rey Mysterio type uh, mm-hmm. elimination. So there's a little egg there, Easter egg there. But I thought yeah. the women's Rumble match was better produced than the men's Royal Rumble match. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a really good, really good match. They had, they did a good time, good job. Minus the Chelsea Green botch, I think that yeah. was that was bad. Yeah. But they did a good job of bringing back some NXT, some new talent. Um, you brought back Michelle McCool, which is a cool pop. Gave her time, and then you had a lot of good rivalries kind of going in there you had um you know bailey and becky lynch still going at each other um and that little feud um which is building to something i'm sure still uh down the road um you had oscar come back repackaged a little bit that was cool i think overall i agree kyle this was a better match i mean i honestly i give it an a it was a great match uh, yeah. overall it would have been an a plus if they did a debut chelsea green correctly but that was if they the, were to that, give her 10 seconds instead of two, something where she could have at least maybe eliminated somebody big, like, oh, who's this Chelsea Green? She just eliminated Bailey or or, mm-hmm. or one of the one of those characters, like you know, somebody, but yeah, they didn't give her that, and that's that kind of gives it a drop down for me. Yep, main event time, 
main event. And we got a lot to talk about. This is going to be interesting because there's not just the event. It's just kind of the way it, it what it leads to, where it could lead to. Um, you've got the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. And Roman Reigns defeats Kevin Owens once again for the championship. Um, and a lot of things happened after the match. And Kyle, um, what was your thoughts of just the match itself before we get to the actual aftermath? I think this this is either the third or fourth time that Roman and KO have gone at it and uh, at a pay-per-view. I know they've gone at it at least twice at the Rumbles. And um, I it's a great match. I mean, Roman and KO put on a great match when they they have great chemistry in the ring together. I know at War Games there was a little saltiness between one another because KO did an unplanned spot nearly ruptured Roman's eardrum and he was unhappy about it, but they're professionals. And um, I think they, they work really well in the ring together. I think it was interesting, the dynamic of Sammy at ringside, because you noticed Roman kind of paying more attention to Sammy than what was going on in the ring with Owens. Mm-hmm. And so it was an His interesting facial expressions dynamic. on TV were cool. I don't know if Brandon probably enjoyed them too, but uh, they were, it was really cool that, you know, it was like after every spot, you couldn't tell if he was like stressed for Roman or like what he was going to do to, to, to Kevin. Mm. So it was just, it was kind of strange. Uh, Brandon, did you, did you see the facial expressions? They kept flashing the camera spot back over to Sammy kind of in different parts of the match. I think we oh. lost Brandon for a second. Oh. We'll, we'll get him back in a second. But, uh, but yeah, the, uh, that that was interesting to me the different dynamic of of uh the facial expressions as here we got Brandon back again Brandon did you notice the facial expressions they kept like panning back to Sami Zayn on each like a pin attempt and stuff during the match it was kind of interesting oh yeah definitely and they and, and then they would also like you know they would kind of mention it Cole and Corey and McAfee would mention it each time oh and you say McAfee we didn't even talk about that <laughs> oh no, no, yeah. I, I, that, 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 I was I was I, like in person, when when you heard his music, did you kind of did you get excited, dude? I I heard <laughs> I heard his music because yeah, they had the like rumble entrance or whatever, and then I was like, okay. And then you see Pat McAfee for the brand. I was like, oh no, he was he was so fired up. It was awesome to see. I went back and watched just McAfee coming out on Peacock just so I could hear Corey Graves because I could see him from <laughs> our seat and I could tell he was frustrated. I just wanted to hear what he had to say, and but Cole was I love so excited. Pat. Yeah, it was yeah. it was cool. I mean, obviously it doesn't it wouldn't affect Kyle as much, but it made the pay per view so much more oh, yeah. enjoyable. It was just a total difference if it would have been just Graves and Cole. Um have, adding McAfee to the mix is just oh I hope he's back for more than just this spot. And I know he's got the deal with ESPN. I'm not sure how much he'll be back, but man, I've missed him. It really it really has been a it's really been a difference maker having him on the shows. Yeah. I he, wish he would have been in the rumble, so Yes, yes, he could have taken Ray's spot. You know what about a what about a Graves, uh, McAfee match? You know Graves has been cleared to actually wrestle again. That's what I was wondering. Okay, yeah, that would be awesome. But because that would be that would be awesome. The the two announcers going at it at Survivor Series, Raw versus SmackDown. Okay, (laughs) that's what needs to happen. But yeah, that was the. Pat coming out was was a, a great start. They definitely started the the night hot with McAfee coming out. So a great start to the to the uh, show. So for this match, um, 
thought we pretty much all thought Roman was going to win. It was it was more of what was going to happen with Sammy and KO dynamic that we were kind of curious how it was going to go. I thought it could have gone a couple different ways. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was that time where Sammy would finally step up for KO um, until we got to the aftermath of the match. And, you know, he talked about it was going to be his test. And it come to find out his test was they were going to beat the hound dog out of KO until Sammy stepped in. And then he had his chance to with the chair. As soon as he handed him a chair, I was like, he's about to hit Roman Reigns with that chair. I was like, there's no way he's hitting KO with that chair. And uh, sure enough, he hit him. And then he got beat down. The interesting thing for me and the thing I did not expect was Jay Uso yeah. to leave the ring and not – he was done. He was he was good with attacking KO. But when it went down to attacking Sam, Sammy, he did not attack him at all, and he left the ring frustrated. So – that's the dynamic that I didn't I didn't see coming, and I thought it was a great job by WWE storytelling, because the the whole Jay Sammy dynamic has been really the key to the whole the whole bloodline Sammy Zayn thing, because from the very beginning Jay Uso did not like Sammy, and over time he finally and then he was the one that defended him, that got him there, um, to be able to still be in the bloodline. And then the fact that he just left when they started attacking because he was going to stand up for for Sammy, he didn't want to do that. Man, that just that's just like I'm I'm ready for SmackDown this week if that's where they're going to keep this going because man, I, I want to know what's going to happen with that because you know Roman is not going to be happy. Um, a couple of different ways I think they can go about it at the end. Um. First off, what 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 I missed, and I might have to, I may start rewatching the Rumble tonight on Peacock uh, after this. But what I missed was hearing what was being said. Like for me in the arena, I have no clue what Roman and Sammy were saying to each other at that time. All it was, it was you could almost hear a pin drop in the arena because everybody was waiting to see what was going to happen. And when Roman was getting, well, first off, they did my uncle Kevin something dirty. They they had a they had a young buck super kick party on Kevin Owens's face, <laughs> and uh, it was you just heard pop all throughout the the arena. It was I felt bad oh. for my uncle Kevin, but oh. um, once once Roman got the chair and Sammy stepped in front, the whole place just lit up because at that moment you said, "Okay, Sammy's sticking up for himself. St- Sammy's Sammy's done," and so. I think everything was fine until Roman mushed him, mushed his yep. face, mushed that him last, a few times. That last Sammy one. Snapped, snapped. He basically sacrificed himself to save Kevin. It's a beautiful thing, beautiful storytelling. Mm-hmm. The, I was really surprised about Jay too. But I think, I think Jay, yes, at the start, Jay could not stand Sammy, didn't trust him. But they're dogs now. They're, they're dogs with the handshakes. They're dogs <laughs> mm-hmm. now. And, and they just and they just defended the tag titles together. And I and think he, Sammy stepped up and and filled that where they were going to lose the tag titles I if think, not for Sammy to step in. I think Jay's just disappointed. He's so hurt by Sammy, but I think he's also angry with Roman for pushing Sammy to this point. So it's a weird dynamic that's going on there. Here's my here's my thought. Here's what could happen. Here's what could happen. 
You could have Roman, Solo, and Jimmy on one side mm. with Jay, Sammy, and KO on the other side. You could do that match at Chamber. Okay. There's enough heat right there, and there's three on three. I, I w- I'm not going to lie. Part of me, part of me, when all this was going on, was waiting to hear, if you smell, because oh. I thought The Rock was coming out. Because oh. I thought The Rock was going to come out as like the 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 dad and like, all right, kids, like let yeah. me let me handle this. But he didn't. But um, a lot of different angles they could go with this. But that was my thought at the end of the match. It'd also be kind of cool. Just put make the chamber all six of those guys. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Man, that would be a match. But, yeah, they would just it, 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 it would have you hooked the whole way. One hundred more than a tag match, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but, I don't, I don't know. I I can't think of a better storyline that WWE's had probably since the Yes Movement with Daniel Bryan. Like that, that organic just Daniel Bryan got hot and the crowd got behind him. Well, the crowd is fully behind uh, Sami Zayn now. I don't know if y'all heard it on Peacock. I don't know if they edited it out or not. Um, a chance no, that everybody f f u Roman yeah, okay chant. I was yeah. making sure okay you could hear all right it. I didn't know because uh, it was really loud when fifty thousand people were saying it um but I didn't know what, how Peacock was going to handle that um Roman's been on this like yes he's a heel but people love him like I have I have head of the table and acknowledge me shirts I'm a big Roman and fan. it and it's and a lot of it is because of Sammy. A lot of it. What? <laughs> oh, he's got it. I, got... I love Roman. I had a We the One shirt on last night. Like, I love the bloodline. But, but, you know you're doing your job right when you can get 50,000 people to absolutely despise you for beating up uh, somebody. And so I think this, I think this position, Sammy, at the top of the card on the babyface side, even above Cody, even though Cody just won the Rumble, I there's I don't see a way you can go to Mania without having Sammy beat Roman for the titles. I don't know how you do it with as hot as he is. Yeah, I don't know, but but then again, you we also talked about how's the Usos gonna with the tag titles gonna fit into that. Now you've got them not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you see them maybe having to defend the titles and they, they're not together 100% and that's why they lose the titles? They lose the tag team titles that way? I, these titles are going to come off the bloodline at some point, and when they do come off, the bloodline's going to collapse. I just don't know when it's going to happen, and I don't know if it's going to happen all at once. Like, is it all going to happen at Mania? I could or see is it going to trickle off? I could see the tags happening first because of this whole thing. They happened before. And then the, the final straw on the camel's back is at Mania when Roman loses his. And that just kind of yeah. – because now that everything's collapsed, he doesn't have that strong uh, backing. You know, he's got Solo right now, which is his primary guy. But at some point, the Solo – I mean, Solo's positioned him, so he hasn't lost on the main roster, has he? Nope. So you got to think that, okay, maybe he thinks he's head of the table. Well, I I was really hoping they were going to have that acknowledgement ceremony with the uh, Anawahi family in attendance. I was really hoping yeah. for that. That was going to be interesting. But the the trial of Sami Zayn was fantastic that was, television. And as that well. was 
that the the whole thing behind that was that was when the rock was going to be a part when they couldn't get the rock they changed it i think i'm i'm not counting out the rock just yet i i'm not counting it's it in out. hollywood i mean he's he said his excuse is he's not ring ready well have you seen the rock lately i'm pretty sure he can go in the ring <laughs> yeah he's he's pretty 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 big guy yeah but i I think it was uh I think the ending was almost cinematic, like a, a movie ending. And I I I can't wait. I doubt they'll do anything about it tomorrow on Raw, just because Roman never shows up on Raw. So I doubt they do anything with it on Raw, but SmackDown do you, on Friday should do be Do you think do you think that that may not be the Roman part of it, but possibly Sammy KO show up at Raw, or you think they're out for a while after this? Because they did take they a beat. They knocked them off television. Do you yeah. sell it? Do you sell that for a while and then make it a bigger pop when they return? You let the bloodlines figure their whole thing out first. I think then... you, you can't show up tomorrow because then it's like the beating when wasn't that bad. I don't. Yeah. I think if they show up, they have to show up Friday. Uh, I don't yeah. think you can show up tomorrow. I think they yeah. get tomorrow off. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see though. Yeah. Overall, though, I mean, the show was. It was okay. The ending saved a lot of it. Without that ending, if we just had a normal ending and it went off air, I would probably give it a thumbs down pay-per-view. But the ending saved everything for It's me. what we've been waiting for for the last only six months or so. You knew yeah. it was going to happen at some point. We just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all got any, uh, final, Brandon, you got any final thoughts about the overall pay-per-view? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it wasn't like Kyle said; it wasn't the, the best Royal Rumble, uh, you know, show overall. But it was good, and the ending was incredible, and it left you because even when it was over, you still didn't know like, is it over? Like, you're <laughs> waiting for something like, you know, is Jay gonna come back out, or you know, is somebody's music gonna hit? Because you know, it just you didn't know, and then then it, it ended. But it was just it was a great ending, and it was a good show overall. All right. Well. I'd like to uh, thank everyone for tuning in tonight to our first ever episode of Off the Ropes. Uh, we're going to try to do these uh, after pay-per-views and such. We'll, uh, when we decide our next one, we'll uh, get that scheduled out. Um, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at DisrespectSN. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DisrespectSN. That's where you'll find some information about our new channel, the DSN, the Disrespect Sports Network. You never know what's going to happen here on the Disrespect Sports Network. This is just our first of many shows that we'll be having here. Um, but the Off the Ropes, um, I'm excited about it, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, some good good times. I just looked. Did you know we only have three weeks till the chamber? Ooh. Like, when, when is it? February 18th. So we have I wonder three if they'll weeks. do something in March this year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But only three weeks till the chamber. So it's going to be a quick turnaround, which worries me because a lot of these say, well, a lot of these same storylines we saw in the Rumble, some of them may be wrapping up at the chamber time. So yeah. maybe we could start something new by Mania. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so February 18th is the chamber. Okay. And we, we, we're going to normally probably do these shows like after a pay per view. Um, so we'll have them set, you know, for you know, 10, 10, 30, whenever pay-per-view we normally would end, and we'll go on after the, the show. That way it's kind of more fresh on our minds and, and such. Um, but since Kyle 
uh, went to the show. I mean, gosh. Hey, uh, I could have done it in the hotel room. We could have, but it just wouldn't have been, you know, it'd been a little diff- more difficult. We're going to, we're going to try to, uh, get these things where we are after the show though. And, uh, so it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Well, it's good so, that most of the shows now are on Saturdays, yes. except the uh, mania is going to be two nights, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we may have to, it may be a two episode thing or we might have to just do it one after the last. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out, but, uh, I appreciate everyone joining us. Brandon, thanks for coming. We'll, we'll negotiate your contract, see if we can get you, okay. get the right level of, uh, of years and things on your deal and, uh, see if we can get, have you back. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. It was, this was fun. Yep. Uh, that's that's going to wrap up, up this first edition of Off the Ropes. For Kyle Landon, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on DSN. Good night, everyone.